Hello and welcome to Now That's What I Call Bangers, an unofficial fantasy critic dot game podcast where we take your league to the next level. Joining me as always is the nerd Brian. Hey, Kenston, how you doing? I am doing very well. Um, so just uh, letting everyone know here, this is our first episode. We, we've been wanting to do this for a little while and we took the opportunity of starting a new year with our league to uh, to start this podcast and to kind of just kind of you know, spread our love for for this new uh, idea. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, unique in the game world. I mean, you know, other sports have been doing something like this for some while now, um, years, uh, and it's been very interesting and fun over the past year. We've done it for one year now, and uh, I gotta say, it's interesting because I definitely won last year. <laughs> not to brag too much but that definitely made it more enjoyable i don't know how was your experience uh my experience was wonderful last year uh mostly because it was full of ups and downs um i of course drafted immediately uh not my top pick but one of the um uh, picks that i had was uh left alive which was a kind of metal gear inspired uh russian uh, you know uh dystopian spy game that I thought looked pretty fun and, and had a little bit of, you know, backdoor buzz about it. And it turned out to just tank my entire team. Uh, no hope of recovery, but we had it. We had a great year, but you didn't come in last. And that's, what's so great. That's <laughs> true. And what about you, Brian? How did your last uh, year go? It was very solid. I came out the gate swinging and we added some extra points for our bets during E3, which definitely yeah. helped. And by the end of the year, I think I had nearly doubled. No, not doubled, <laughs> but I, I, I did very well, but I wasn't playing around. That's the thing. So if there's lesson number one, play to have fun. Indeed, the name of this podcast uh, is named after your team. Do you remember what your, your team name? I mean, we changed yeah. a lot. We changed our team So name. originally... Originally, my team was a publisher formerly known as Bungo. And then near the end of the year, I changed it to Oops All Bangers in honor of Oops All Berries cereal, (laughs) the Captain Crunch cereal. And uh, being the league champion, you got to name our league this year. And it's indeed the actual name of the podcast that you're listening to right now is uh, now that's what I call bangers. So it's it's just caught the nation by storm. You know, no surprise there. Uh, before we start, I do want to give a shout out to at Steve underscore Fallon on Twitter. He is the founder creator of Fantasy Critic, and uh, big thanks to him for putting this together. You know, it, it uh, especially now it has a, a lot of great features. When it started out, it was pretty much just the draft and bid experience, but now it has all a lot of really cool mechanics, and you can drop games and and do all sorts of fun things. So I just want to give a shout out to him before anything else, because uh, all credit goes to him. Otherwise, we wouldn't have this fun activity to do so thank you steve okay now um moving on we are going to take a uh week in review it's uh the 27th maybe 28th uh when i release this podcast and and so we'll take a look back some of last week's games we are recording this on the 27th so the week will go back to the 20th the 20th yeah but i do want to start off with dragon ball z kakarot just because brian and i are huge fans so maybe we should take a look at that first Looking at it on Open Critic, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot 
Um, I think this is an episodic game, actually. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I may be thinking of something else, but it got a 73 on Open Critic, so not very many points there. Uh, honestly, Brian, what's what's your opinion about this? That's not terrible for a Dragon Ball Z game. Uh, <laughs> I, I I am a fan of. I will say, it did get a nine out of ten on Steam. Uh, and 97% of people like the video game. Those are Google users. Uh, but yeah, it looks like it it did mediocre. And, you know, they uh, recently had a, I believe it was, was it Dragon Ball Warriors game? I mean, Xenoverse, Warriors, Warriors I can't yeah. keep up. And uh, Xenoverse was a legit fighting game. And I think that that was definitely a very fun game to play but i think the xenoverse is more in line at least not that i'm completely in tune with the fan base here but uh xenoverse is what i would imagine uh the dragon ball z fans would be more in favor of and i think this kind of follows that more Mm -hmm. than the 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 2d fighter game so yeah i think it's just it's just um you know they talk about uh fatigue with things like call of duty and assassin's creed i think dragon ball z has major fatigue it's like how many more times do we need to live out you know raditz coming down to earth and you know vegeta and uh, all that it's like you know it's just it's just too much i think you know not that i would that would affect the scores at all but i'm just sick of seeing dragon ball z games come out like i'm just sick of it i don't know what it is and the critics probably agree with you. I mean, that might be where most of this is coming from. Uh, but I think we're just going to keep seeing Dragon Balls, this same uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, story told the rest of our lives, believe it or not. All right. So what's next on the list? Um, I do see on here. Uh, well, what, what game do you want to look at from last week? Well, I, I mentioned this uh, off mic before. The Temtem, the Pokemon inspired uh steam game didn't mm-hmm. get reviewed we're still waiting on that one love to talk about that but we can we can move on to the walking dead saints and sinners yes this is the the surprise of last week i don't think anyone was expecting this game to be very good and it came out it came out with an 81 which is which is surprise i mean it's not a telltale game which the mm-hmm. telltale games always did very well but um yeah, it it looks like it's a first-person shooter. VR. VR. Yes. Yeah. IGN says it has a uh, role-playing elements. I mean, that's it's it's incredible. I mean, it looks good too. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a pretty good-looking game. Well, there well, there was a first-person shooter Walking Dead game that came out. I mean, it was like five six years ago maybe, but I know that one just bombed. So I wonder if uh, I wonder if this was a. a you know the developers skydance interactive i wonder if they approached the walking dead people or i wonder if walking dead you know was looking for this kind of experience i I just wonder how this game came together and it turned out so well it's impressive yeah was that other game uh supposed to take you down the the story of the show or the comic books yeah maybe i'm probably if it did then i could imagine that being uh somewhat underwhelming because there's some series that you want to follow that story that has already been told. And there are sometimes you want a new story or you want to be part of that universe without it having any sort of effect. And so uh, I can imagine the other one not doing too well. That being said, The Walking Dead is uh, a world that would be ripe for many other games to come out. Um, Zombies are always popular. 
I'm looking at Skydance Interactive, the uh, studio that made this game, and um, uh, their only other game really that I can find uh, uh, just from a courtesy uh, Google is Pwned, P-W-N-D, and it doesn't seem like anything really came of that. I don't even know if it was officially released or just early access released. Um, it's a, let's see, I mean, yeah, it, you know, it's a stylized kind of like Overwatch what even, it looks like. What even is this game? Yeah, it seems like a kind of a Quake, Overwatch, uh, Team Arena game or something like that, you know. So it's just such hmm. a surprise, 81 from Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. And I think that's a great, that's a great thing to see, you know, because it's, it's one of those games that, you would never imagine it getting it getting a good review. So it just brings a smile to my face. Yeah, uh, that would be a good pickup if, uh, especially if uh, if you had it. Yeah, not you uh, specifically. I mean, the general, <laughs> oh, the royal we, as it were. <laughs> yeah. Now let's look at some of the other games uh, just quickly. There was a uh, Kingdom Hearts Three Remind. I'm honestly not in the Kingdom Hearts uh, sphere. I, I don't think you are, Brian. Either are you? No, uh, I'm not. And actually, let's see. It looks like it's a. Uh, is it even a full game? It looks like it's just a DLC expansion. Is that true? Okay. It says here on the um, Fantasy Critic Talk game, it's under new game. It's under new uh, game, to the right? So, uh, like I said, I just assumed it, it's maybe a re-release with all the like a deluxe version or something. Maybe you know, and it got a 68. So you're gonna be losing a couple points on that. But I don't think anyone picked this up. I think all everyone who likes Kingdom Hearts already got Kingdom Hearts last year. This is probably just kind of a yeah. Not by. every league, not every league allows uh, on the fantasy critic site. Not every league allows for these types of releases, too. So, um, if you got the points, or what did it score to get? Sixty-eight. 68? So oh. minus two. Uh, it might yeah. still be out for review too. Might might get more reviews but uh which has happened to me i've had ones that have done very games done very well and then more reviews come in and it's dropped them so Mm -hmm. so we'll see game informer says uh the dlc has a lot of recycled materials it looks like us the same thing is being said by ign italy where it's just like only diehard fans would like this so yep there you go that's the weekend review and now we will move on to our most popular segment by far Pick of the Wick. Pick of the Wick is the segment where we look at next week's games and we each pick one that we would like to emphasize and, and maybe keep your eye out. It could be a winner. It could be a loser. We don't know. But uh, it's one that you might want to take a look at and see if it's something that you're interested in bidding on uh, for the next week. Yeah, Pick of the Wick. So, um, Brian, heads or tails? Tails. Always tails. All right. I don't have a quarter on me, but it's tails, so you're going to go first. <laughs> Somehow I knew you were going to say that. So my <laughs> pick of the wick is going to be The Pedestrian. Oh, okay. The Pedestrian. It is a 2D... Well, it's kind of a... It's a 2D puzzle game in a 3D environment. Hmm. And um, you play... You ever see those uh, little stick figures on the exit signs? Yes, mm-hmm, of course. Or the like the walking signs, maybe the walking signs. Yeah, yeah the uh, the yeah the the, the st- slipping signs, yeah. slip floors. Exactly. Floors you play as actually one of those, and um, you run around on different signs. You play the little the little guy on two D signs, mm-hmm. and you have to. It's kind of a platformer when you play that, but then you can also. Um, disengage from that 
and move the sign that you're using around to interact with other signs. And it's a, it's a very interesting idea. Um, and I can imagine it's going to get into very complex puzzle mechanics. There's actually been a demo out for some time now. I, I believe that that was part of the Kickstarter was, you know, hey, demo our game and then uh, come kickstart it, which is a great idea. Uh, and I, I think that this is probably going to be looking... We probably should have gone over some of the game or all the list of games uh, that are potential and then got taken our pick because then it can give some context for why we chose these ones. Uh, but that being said, I think that if you've ever played the side-scrolling uh, portal bridge builder game, kind mm-hmm. of gives me the same sense of... Which is a 2D bridge building game. Um it kind of gives me the same sense of puzzle mechanics. So you can kind of like in, in that you don't run around or do anything, but you, you, you have the same kind of interactions. It, it should be right. pretty good. Uh, uh, from what I can tell. Yeah. I think the pedestrian looks really cool and I think it has the potential to be uh, an indie darling, you know, it has a, that potential to sneak in and uh, the reviewers who like indie games are going to review it and they're going to review it highly. Uh, you know, this happened a couple times last year where these little indie games, uh, got huge points because uh, it only you know journalists who like the independent games review them and and they tend to give them a little bit of leeway and you know and and really um really uh you know give them a, a good score because uh, obviously they're not a triple a call of duty or something they're they're you know these littler games and, and it, it, it yeah just out of curiosity do any games from last year come to mind my my friend pedro I'm sure that one. Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game. Katana Zero. After Party. All these games. Bee Simulator. Got mm-hmm. minus 12 points. That was yeah. a 58. <laughs> oh, uh, one of my favorites, Cadence of Hyrule, got an 86. Yeah, Katana Zero got 84. So you're looking at like 10 points. If you look, if you find a solid indie game, you're looking at 10 points easily. Pot- oh, yeah. Potentially higher. Like Katana uh, Zero got 84. It, I mean, just to take a, like a little a little pro tip note here 10 to 15 points is a is a good get for uh for a game if you can consistently get 10 to 15 points you're you're doing very well so i mean you know these are nothing to nothing to shake a stick at yeah even um war groove which came out at the beginning of last year it was the first game on our previous league's year to be drafted i mean to be released sorry got an 83 so that's like that's yeah. 13 points i mean these it's little indie good. games it's yep. they're great to invest in so uh how about yourself you got a pick it a wick my pick it a wick is a strange one and when we talked about this podcast brian i gave you um uh, a pick of the wick and i'm going back on it and i'm picking zombie army for dead Ooh. okay now now tell Tell me the process. You didn't say this one. Yeah, you know, before. I was just I was looking at the other games because that thought, might be that might be just as important for anyone listening. True. Yeah, I I was looking at um, Dawn of Fear. I was thinking, you know, this is like a Resident Evil retro game, you know, retro style game, PS4 exclusive. I just couldn't really find an you know enough meat to to sink yeah. my teeth into it. it it's yes. 
it's going to release and I'm sure hopefully hope it gets a, a good score. It looks kind of, it looks cool. You um, know, I looked that one up too and it definitely seems like it's more of a throwback game. Yeah. It's trying to reach that same audience that it's very much of the same uh line of game. It's 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 almost a a copy of Resident Evil. Yeah. And the original, not the over the shoulder uh modern sequels and it's it's great, especially if you have that you know nostalgia bug mm-hmm. biting you. I, I don't think I've seen games do that style. Was that was the the dinosaur one? Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis was that in the same style as Resident yeah, Evil? Yeah, tank was that? controls. Yeah. So I, I saw Dawn of Fear. I wanted to pick that one, but it, just like you were saying, there wasn't enough about it, and uh, I think it's going to hit the nostalgia more than actually the reviews. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people on YouTube stream that game or, or you know play themselves playing it because like you said it is such a nostalgia play yes but there's a story behind zombie army 4 okay hit me with I, it i did a little bit of uh research just the preliminary stuff and i was looking at sniper elites generally around 70 for the sniper elite games but i'll tell you something rebellion developments so they're behind all the sniper elite games and sniper elite one got like a 70 sniper elite 2 got like a 73 sniper elite 4 got like a 76 on open critic sniper you know so i'm seeing an upward trend with their games all right it went from 70 to 72 74, 76 i'm thinking that uh zombie army it, it has the potential to be something really well reviewed it's four-player co-op. It's a zombie game. It's casual fun. No one's expecting this game to be some kind of you know crazy narrative. Um, it's just going to be a good time, kind of like uh, Left 4 Dead. I mean, I'm sorry, not for Left 4 Dead. Well, yeah, Left 4 Dead, of course. But World War Z that came out a little while ago. I know a lot of people enjoyed that, and um, I, that's that. Yeah, I saw a story there, and I go, God, Rebellion Developments is there. They make good games and they're making better and better games every time they make a game so that's why i'm choosing now, it. Uh, uh, this is our first time doing this and i do want to kind of throw in a, a curveball here for you and you feel free to turn it back on me when the time is right uh are you actually going to pick this game for your list um well are... or, or i'm sorry not are you would you actually pick this game for your list it's like, tricky your own list honestly I would well, yeah, probably... no. I mean, that's, this is the pick of the week, but yeah. but would you actually pick this game for your list right now, considering it's this week's? I would pick the pedestrian release. Honestly, that being said, if you're willing to stick your neck out there and if you're excited about this game, because in our league, it's not just about the winners. It's we each kind of are role playing a publisher and we're kind of role playing ourselves and we're kind of drafting the games that we want to play. It's not just like you know, oh, we're going to pick up, uh, you know, Sekiro, we're going to pick up Cyberpunk, or we're going to pick up this. It's like, I'm not going to draft Cyberpunk. I don't care how good it is because I don't, I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to be able to invest that much time into a game. I don't think I'm going to play it that much. So I'll let someone else take that one because they'll be happy to, you know, to draft that game and to get that game and to play it. And then while they're playing it, they'll be like, yes, I published this game, you know, in, in our own headcanon. So um, I'm not. Cyberpunk? cyberpunk's a big risk big reward like they're definitely throwing a lot of money and time at that 
but there's no guarantee. I mean, like a lot of big games, there's no guarantee that it will be a a triple A AAA title. Yeah, or at least not right out the gate. Again, not right out the gate. I mean, mm-hmm. some people would say that a game like Destiny wasn't triple A right out the gate, or even now they might say. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Um, can I can I answer for my own? Sure. I am not. I I am not gonna pick it for my the pedestrian for my list because even though I think it's gonna do well, I have too many other picks coming up throughout the year. Yeah. So if, if this was near the end of my year and I needed those points, I think this would be a good one. Pedestrian would be a good one to pick up. True. Yeah. It's. I I, I think. Um. Yeah. I think both of our games they're gonna do well. Um. I honestly think that Zombie Army Four could have the potential to to you know maybe get 80 maybe get 78 yeah. so yeah i'm not gonna pick it up but that's the pick of the week man you gotta we gotta do the best with what we got and there's no big releases this week yeah so uh there you go those are those are two games to keep your eyes on and now we will be moving on to hail mary this is a segment where we toss all the way down the field and uh, try to get that catch at the very end yeah, what that means is uh, games will be released a long time from now. <laughs> Not games that released this week, but games that you should be thinking about far down the field. Uh, and um, since, Brian, you went pick of the week first, uh, do you think I should yeah, go first? Yeah, go for it. Hit me with your, hit me with your Hail Mary. My Hail Mary, Brian, is a Microsoft Ooh. game. I'm ready for it. It is a 4K... HDR it's it might be one of the biggest games ever made literally by scale it's Microsoft Flight Simulator aha all right this game is going to be nuts not only is this game you know it's a flight simulator game of course does it have AAA potential I don't think so I think a lot of people might stream it for gags um, you know, and for a little, uh, for a day or two, you know, playing around with it, having fun. It's a gorgeous looking game, of course. But did you know, Brian, that this game plans to have a one to one duplicate of our entire planet down to the centimeter level? No. Yes. Really? Uh, an article, I've heard about this before, but an article just came up from Gaming Bolt, which might not be a, dis- you know, a reputable location. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, that's what they quote in here, and I have had that heard that news before that they are trying to make a one-to-one replica based on satellites and you know rough telemetry of planet Earth. Like you can find your house or your apartment or your whatever in this game, and, crash um, into it, you know, be a poorly yeah. uh, fly a plane poorly <laughs> through it. <laughs> now, is this like using Google um, Maps or something? Am I going to see my car from like five years ago outside my house? Or <laughs> yeah, all right, probably great. I look yeah. forward to uh, that. Probably Bing Maps. Probably Bing, Bing Maps, Bing, Brian, yeah. but but yeah, this is my pick because I think it's going to be reviewed by a very specific type of person, um, and I think they're going to find its novelty very charming you know it's it's like people who review racing games you know they they know what they're talking about but there's just not enough flight simulator games to kind of quench their thirst so i think they're gonna cling on to this and say oh this is the flight simulator game i mean even though they come out every once in a while i think there's even one released in 2019 i think that the, the people who like this game the enthusiasts are gonna cling on to this game and really uh 
really dig it. I think it's going to get big points. I mean, if it's if what you're saying is true, and I do believe you, that uh, you can fly anywhere in the world, that's going to be huge. Like, that's going to be pretty amazing. Um, you know, there's a lot of places I haven't been and a lot of places I probably won't go to in my life. And uh, if somebody tells me, hey, you should check out this place on Flight Simulator, I, I, you know, I'd be totally willing to, to, to jump in that cockpit. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so what, Brian, is your Hail Mary? All right, so I just found out about this, which is why it's my Hail Mary. It has a planned 2020 release, so it could it could break the rule here, in which case it wouldn't qualify for a Hail Mary, but so far, so good. Um, it's, an, it's also, much like your pick, an oldie but a goodie. It is the cell-shaded first-person shooter 13, the remake. Whoa. They are remaking 13, the game. And now I remember this game from uh, back in the day. And it was it was a lot of fun. And it looks like they're doing some improvements to the graphics, not like major. Uh, I mean, you know, well enough with the shadows and, and other things you would expect to see in modern games, but still got those those good cell shaded graphics and uh it just looks great you know i i think that it's i think it's going to be big with fans of the original who have already played it but then seeing the updates and probably improvements and controls i think it's gonna be solid i think it's gonna be a solid game it's probably still has the dulcet tones of david Duchovny as the main character the audio doesn't need to improve <laughs> i'd assume so yeah <laughs> I assume so. Uh, that's a that's a good pick. I, it's not one that I saw coming. And, and, you know, the Hail Marys, they're all about hope, you know? So even if it's delayed out of 2020, you're still hoping. You know, you, yeah. you, you pass that ball. It's, gonna, it's going down the field, and you're hoping it, it catches. I mean, yeah, I, I hope these games do well. Yeah, Eurogamer says the back in uh, August 9th of 2019 that it was supposed to come out uh, uh, that year in 2019, but it was delayed to 2020, so there's a good chance that it's not going to get delayed again. I, I believe in it. I remember playing multiplayer on it. It was really fun. I, I really do. Played it on the, on the uh, GameCube. Yeah, was that the same team that did Time Splitters? Or... Time, Time Splitters was rare. 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 Yeah. yeah. Well, so I think it, well, I think there was some relation there. I don't. Mm, well, I, I could be completely definitely wrong. Definitely remember it having some GoldenEye vibes to it. It definitely felt uh, pretty GoldenEye. It was a Ubisoft game. It says here developers are South End Interactive and Zonic, Zonic and Playmagic Ltd. So I don't know. I've never heard any of those, but it was it was it was a fun it game. was a fun game a good gimmick um and overrated underrated i think oh it had that uh it had that those pop-ups when you performed a headshot yeah mm-hmm. the, the snapshot pop-ups and you could hear through very... the wall if someone's walking it'd be like thud, 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 and it'd oh. get bigger and bigger and bigger yeah and you could see little little um picture and pictures of like if you're trying to do something there's a picture and picture of like what your enemy is doing he's like you know you're trying to escape and he's like planting bombs or something it was cool i liked it a lot it's a good pick brian good pick yeah thanks all right so um moving on from our hail marys we will be going to uh you know tips and, and tricks it's this is the feature part of the show where we will have a revolving feature of what you know what you could do to kind of you know have more fun in your league and, and this one is um it's an improvement it's i think it, it improves uh, the engagement in the league and it's something that we've implemented this year and we haven't seen the uh, we haven't reaped from it yet but we have we have interacted in this way and that's weekly bets yeah so if I could step in real mm-hmm. quick 
Um, one of the things that is, I want to say, kind of a low, like the the fantasy critic, um, the the drafting, everything that this goes into this, it's very fun. But one of the things is that week to week, there's not a lot going on. Uh, so kind of having something to engage in the meantime uh, is very nice. So having the bets that you've implemented, um, being our leader or a league manager, has been uh, I believe, I I'm of the opinion that it's been very good for staying involved and and you know possibly leading to more more points. So giving people a reason to not just rely on their releases. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's a good improvement. And this go, this is a, another shout out. I mean, a shout out Easy Allies uh, podcast for every week they have a bet. And, um, you know, it's, it has nothing to do with their fantasy league, but uh, they just have a bet, you know, a segment in their show every week. And so I thought, hey, that's a great idea to, you know, to kind of piggyback on that. And in our game, every week there's going to be a bet and it'll be something like based on uh a word based on a metacritic review you know it could be anything ours for instance is um based on warcraft 3 reforged which comes out tomorrow or possibly the day this is released maybe even and it's how many times will the word balance show up in x amount of reviews and so everyone sent me their submissions and uh whoever gets closest is gonna get one point it's 52 uh you know weeks in a year so potentially someone could win 52 points, which would be massive. Uh, but that'd be insane. I don't. Th- that'd be crazy. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, you know, but uh, that would be pretty spectacular if it did. So um, yeah, and uh, I can explain how to do this. Maybe I'll explain it in a, a blog post or something, or or a Twitter post or something. If you're interested in exactly on in how I did this, because I did implement it into our actual fantasycritic.game system um, by making it making bets uh, their own unlisted game uh, I'm not going to get into the details of that right now because it's quite tedious but yeah I really think that this is something that's really going to get a lot of uh, interactivity into your league and uh, we post it on Fridays and we require that the bet be set on Sunday otherwise you won't you know, have a stake in it and so it just gives somebody, you know, everyone something to think about. And you, you have it weekly themed on whatever you want. Like there's an infinite number of, of, of different bets you could have out there. So, yeah, it's really fun. All right. Well, I think that just about does it. Thank you so much, Brian. Uh, hope to see you next week. Yeah, absolutely. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Bye. Congratulations. Don't pick Dying Light. Don't pick Dying Light. Don't pick Dying Light, too.